The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek Narrated by Kurt Bonham Chapter 33 Via the Villa I ride Boaz into the courtyard of Melazine's villa, and all is quiet. I love when a horse is happy. Boaz seems happy to be home. His lower jaw is loose, and he gives a playful neigh, his tail swinging freely. Enzo appears. This guy has a gift for stealth. I'm a glad to see Baba Yaga didn't eat you or Boaz, sir. Enzo, it's good to see you. I dismount, slap him lightly on his back. Did you have a fruitful adventure? He takes Boaz's reins. I examine Boaz to make sure he has no nettles stuck to his legs. I met Baba Yaga's sister. She thanked me for finding her cat and didn't eat me. Enzo joins in Boaz's inspection. The day isn't over yet, sir. I check if he's being funny, but his face is absent of any emotion. Can you tell the queen I'm back to return her majestic steed? I pat Boaz's neck. My apologies, but Queen Pressina took her daughter shopping in Milan, on to see the rehearsal of Aureliano in Palmira by Giacchino Rossini. I'm curious when Melusine will return, but I don't ask. I stroke Boaz's nose. Thank you for being my traveling companion. I turn my focus to Enzo. Please tell Queen Pressina and her daughters to look me up if they ever come to America. Yes, sir. He picks up a bucket of water and offers it to Boaz. Do tell Melazine I'm sorry I couldn't see Paganini with her. But the next time we're together, we'll see him then. A knot forms in my gut, and I know I won't see Enzo or Boaz again. I walk away and follow the road to the spot I first met Melazine. On one side of the road, a shiny flash flickers in the sun. I push my hand through the long grass and find Baba Yaga's comb. It can't hurt to keep it, so I put the comb in my pocket. I take out the pouch Baba Yaga gave me. Don't fail me, Sibylle. I shake the pouch and feel weight and peek inside, but the pouch appears empty. Sibylle, grant me permission so I may travel through time and space and return from whence I came and where I most need to be. I reach into the pouch and pull out what I hope are actual time crystals. I close my eyes and flick my wrist and imagine the crystals high in the air where the portal should appear. My skin tingles, my adrenaline spikes. I open my eyes and luminescent, minuscule specks float away over the lake. The lake's surface shimmers and ripples. The specks flitter above the water like a flash mob of fireflies. A swirling, milky-white ring forms in the middle of the lake. Thank you for the pretty light show, Baba Yaga and Sibylle. But how do I get there? I can't walk on water. Then the ground shakes and the milky ring spins faster and faster. A greenish-blue hue bubbles and a swirling eddy appears. A force lifts me gently. My toes drag along the ground and I'm pulled toward the eddy. The sensation of moving upward at an incredible rate rips through my body. Then, I come to a halt above the lake, 
and my gut wants to hurl. I somersault headfirst into the bubbling eddy and bullseye perfectly. A sucking sensation envelops me and pulls me down, down, down. Thousands and thousands of multicolored bubbles scrub me and tickle. My stomach flips. I'm pulled lightning quick toward a lone incandescent body-sized bubble. I break the bubble's surface, which bursts into a million mini-bubbles. The mini-bubbles press against my face, forcing me to shut my eyes. The bubbles evaporate, and I'm propelled back into the air at a high velocity, then downward at a higher speed. I open my eyes. I'm back over Turtle Lake next to Belvedere Castle, and falling fast in full scream mode. I slam hard into Turtle Lake. Coming up next in The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Chapter 34 Exemplum Omnium Repositum <laughs> 